0: Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center, located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Welcome, good
1: morning. Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. I'm Dr. Susan Plank and I appreciate you tuning in today. I own the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntington and you can reach me there at 724 863 5420. If you want to call in with any questions and um, potentially I hope, I hope you do, write down the number 412 825 6262 four one two eight two five six two six two. So I've had a lot of calls uh this week and emails about our discussion last week with inflammation. Um and so generally I've been talking about inflammation, heart disease, and then we brought in some thyroid and, and Hashimoto's last week. And folks had a lot of questions. So um we're going to sort of get back into that because I'm going to make March pretty much thyroid months. But before I speak more about that, I just sort of want to finish out here February is a heart health month with letting you know that heart health is many of these conditions is a lifestyle disease. So just changing your diet, you might be tuning in or you might be flipping past and you're like, I, I don't want to take pills. I don't, I don't want to take medications. I don't want to take supplements. I want to, you know, you can do a lot just by changing your diet. But I got to tell you, if you had a heart attack, if you lost a parent or a sibling at a, at a younger age, you should definitely consider a preventive approach, which definitely should include specialized labs. Uh, These specialized labs, they're going to identify and recognize the underlying overlooked inflammation. And if the right labs are done, we're actually going to see whether the cholesterol is healthy or not. Again, I can't convey enough that cholesterol generally has just gotten a bad rap and You know, the number of labs that I look at and just that lipid, a simple lipid panel is being done, and those results are just, you know, amazing sometimes, where I'm seeing triglyceride levels higher than the total cholesterol, then there should be a follow up lab to that. It's fine if you start with a basic lab, but there should be a follow up to that. And we wanna see particle numbers, right? We wanna see where these things fall. Um so let me just give you an example and this 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 just happened this this week I had a a client that um wants to lose weight. Uh we got some labs done and in sort of the history and in, in, in taking your history uh before we did the labs I brought up cholesterol. I don't have any I don't have any problem with cholesterol, my cholesterol's always been good. Well, you know, if somebody is pre-diabetic, and they have, you know, 30 or more pounds to lose, more chances than not there is going to be a problem with the cholesterol. So we get hung up on the quantity of cholesterol. Docs and labs look for how much, what's what's the number on the cholesterol? And the reality is, and I'll tell new clients that I work with, I rarely get wigged out about somebody's cholesterol level because I know by changing the diet, we're going to help them. But I also need to know, are they at a higher risk factor if the person wants to start exercising or if they want to start walking? Pretty soon, they're going to be cutting grass, right? I want to know. I want that person to know if they can do these things safely. So we need to change our focus from, it can be even initially, what's your total cholesterol? But if somebody has already had a heart attack or has lost a a close family member, a sibling, a parent, we need to do more specialized testing. So this client, no, no heart disease. My, My doc told me my cholesterol is just beautiful. He wishes his cholesterol was that good. Well, I wish most doctors' cholesterol was good too. Sure enough, on the labs, her total cholesterol, 170. Right? Beautiful. That's a beautiful total cholesterol. But I also knew enough to pay attention to different signs and things that she said in the history. So I went ahead and ordered the specialized test as well. So I tested, it's called an NMR. I tested for insulin resistance. Right? Normals 33 to 66, through the roof, through the roof. Elevated C-peptide, which we talked about last week, is is a heart cardiovascular and also a sudden death marker. HSCRP, I want to get that as low as possible. Like, I like them around 1. Hers was over 10. She was a catastrophe waiting to happen, and yet... For years, she's been told not to worry about her cholesterol. Her cholesterol is beautiful. So folks, research shows us that the insulin resistance, you can find the insulin resistance marker elevated up to 10 years before someone becomes diabetic. We have people walking around that they're fluctuating in and out of diabetes. That's how close they are. They're in and out, they're in and out, they're in and out until finally they're just going to get tipped over. Is it going to be three days? Is it going to be three weeks? They're that close. Their blood sugar is up and down, up and down. But 10 years ago, we could have identified that individual as being insulin resistance, and insulin resistance is a process of heart disease. So, you know, please, if you have loved ones, if you are one that's lost somebody special to you from heart disease, ask to get this test done, right? You want an insulin resistance test. It's a blood test. And we'll know 10 years earlier if you're at risk than if we're just going to sit around and wait for things to happen. So, okay, I do now want to change my my uh, focus. I want to make sure I give you guys plenty of time if you want to call in for, for questions these coming weeks with thyroid because I know you have a lot of questions and you have a lot of really good questions. First, let me throw out March 10th. I'm going to be having two webinars uh, in March, one on the 10th at noon one on the 22nd, that's a Monday, the 10th is a Wednesday, March 22nd, that's at 6 p.m. You can head over to NorwinWellness.com. free webinars, you're going to see a blue button there, register for the webinar, you just click it and register and you're going to be able to use the same link no matter which one you want to go to, the new one or the 6 p.m. one, right? So you can use the same link that you get sent and that will get you registered, okay? So the webinar is going to be about the thyroid. And so I want to, if you have questions, please reach out to me at any point in time up to then because then I will try to answer your questions either here on the radio or really specialized questions on that webinar. So I'd love to get you registered. Also on the Norwin Wellness, uh, norwinwellness.com, I actually put up my, I have a little thyroid quiz that I give folks, and so you can take that uh, for free, and then if you're interested, you have a chance on there that uh, if you have concerns and you want to talk more privately, just check the mark in there when you take the quiz, and then uh, we'll be in touch, and you and I will speak personally about what's going on um, and, and how best how best can I help you. So again, the thyroid, it, it's a butterfly-shaped gland. It sits low, right in the front of the neck. Right along the front of the windpipe there. And the thyroid has two lobes. And it's connected by a little bridge. So just picture a butterfly sitting there on your neck. That's what it would look like. The thyroid's job is to secrete several hormones. And those are collectively called the thyroid hormones. And these hormones influence our metabolism, growth development body temperature during infancy and childhood these hormones are crucial for brain development now the thyroid gland it uses iodine to make the two hormones And we know those hormones as T3 and T4. Now, if you recall, if you've listened to this show before and you've listened to me talk before, our sex hormones are made out of cholesterol. Our thyroid hormones are made out of iodine. The thyroid also produces calcitonin, but not, you know, not, necessarily a ton of it, but it control it produces enough to help control the calcium level in our blood. And that's important because our heart needs um, calcium to contract. So if the T3 and T4 levels are low, your heart rate typically is going to be a little bit slower than normal. It's going to lower. And in that case, you're going to have more constipation, more weight gain. If the T3 and the T4 levels are high, you're going to have more of a rapid heart rate, diarrhea, and weight loss. So this is the part that it can get folks sort of hung up. Because if you're used to going to your MD and getting some labs done, you're usually just getting the TSH right? The TSH isn't, it is not a thyroid hormone. It's a pituitary hormone that sort of tells the thyroid gland what to do, how much of the T3 and the T4 to produce. So we'll actually sort of see these opposite, okay? If the TSH is low, then It's more active. If the TSH is high, the thyroid is less active. But when we're looking at specifically the thyroid hormones, T3 and T4, whichever direction they go, that's the activity of the thyroid. So my approach to thyroid, it is different than typically what's done medically. Medically, the TSH is tested. And if it's continually high, then that is the interpretation. That's it. That makes it an underactive thyroid, and the person is going to be put on medication. So very simply, medically, an elevated TSH means you're going to get medication. How my approach varies is that I recognize that there are other potential causes of that elevated TSH, and those causes might not be hormone-related, can be nutritional. If the elements that the thyroid needs, if the cofactors, the vitamin, mineral cofactors aren't there, the thyroid's going to have a deficiency. So things like the iodine and selenium, if the thyroid hormones T3 and T4 are made out of iodine, but you don't have enough iodine, you're going to have a sluggish thyroid. It's fairly common sense, right? We need iodine. We don't necessarily need hormone. Your body can produce a hormone. It just needs the building blocks to make the hormone. Sometimes too little protein in the diet or if somebody has an upper digestive order. If you're, if you're, you know, a lot of bloat after you eat or burping, food feels like it sits there for a while. These are sort of secondary symptoms that go along with and, and can couple a, a thyroid. It's dysfunctioning because we're talking about any hormone needs to move around. We're talking about binding hormones and it's carrier proteins and binding hormones. So we need to make sure that, you know, that we have enough protein there to move the hormones around. So they have to get from where they're produced to the receptors on the cells. Another reason is it could be inflammatory. Remember, inflammation, it triggers your immune system quickly, almost immediately. Inflammation will hijack your body's normal defenses. And inflammation causes hyperactivity, speeds up the activity in the body, and it will continue to do it until it destroys the tissue it's attacking or destroys the cause of the inflammation or until the cause of that inflammation is removed. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this later. But it's inflammation that causes Hashimoto's. If the inflammation affects and attacks the thyroid for a long enough period of time, then Hashimoto's can affect hormone levels. But initially... Hashimoto's is inflammatory. It, it it just it's inflammatory by nature, and medications like Synthroid or Levothyroxine or even Armour Thyroid. It's a that's a much better medical alternative, but none of those are going to help inflammation. So this is why I want to really open this up for questions. If you have a question, give me a call, 412-825-6262. It's the inflammation that's destroying the thyroid tissue. The inflammation triggers our immune system. Our immune system goes after the inflammation, but it can be destroying the thyroid tissue. Early on, hormones don't have a lot to do with it. But the longer that inflammation goes on, and if it's not recognized, if it's not recognized, remember the case I just told you about, 10 years. 10 years earlier, we could have known it if the right labs were done. If the inflammation isn't recognized, the thyroid is just, it's dying over time. It's being destroyed. And so, as it's destroyed further along that process, it's going to be less and less efficient at making the T3 and the T4. Hashimoto starts his inflammation. Thyroid hormone isn't needed, and one of the thyroid medications is not needed. If we catch Hashimoto's early on, if we catch it at all, if we catch an iodine deficiency, even too much iodine is going to shut down the thyroid. But if the cause of the inflammation, the cause of the Hashimoto's isn't found, if nobody even looks for it and it continues. It's destroying the thyroid tissue the longer it goes unrecognized. And remember what we said about inflammation. It's an outside in. It's stress. It's food. It's infection. That's what you're looking for. What's causing it out of those stress, food, and infection? And then ultimately, if enough destruction takes place, the thyroid, then it just can't produce, it just can't produce enough of the T3 and the T4 that's needed. So my approach is different because I don't believe all TSH issues need hormones thrown at them. It's just not, it's just not true. doing only a TSH is just old school now. It's just old school. It's unacceptable. And yet it's still, that's the way it's done. Now, I have seen a lot of cases over the years of hypothyroidism due to iodine. So here's the thing. Like I said, too little or too much. I know some of you suspect thyroid, right? You're sort of prompting, come on, check my thyroid, check my thyroid, check my thyroid, right? And they'll do the TSH and they just, you know, that's what they do. And then, now it's not your thyroid, right? And I know your doc, he hasn't ordered the test you wanted. Nobody wants to argue with their doc, right? You don't want to get on their bad side. So I know then, there's supplements out there to help the thyroid and they can be very good supplements. But if your problem isn't iodine, if it's not an iodine deficiency and the supplement you're taking has iodine in it, too much iodine for your thyroid, I hate to say it, I personally think it's worse than too little. You know, things are too too little, and deficiency, we can build it up. Once there's too much, you've got to worry about, is it a toxic level? How do we pull it out now? How do we get rid of it? So too little iodine or too much iodine will both decrease thyroid efficiency. I don't want you backing up the truck with iodine. The better quality the supplement, more is not better, because the individual components of the supplement should be absorbable. But this is a part I don't know that anybody's told you that, right? It's important. Too little iodine can identify and build up very easily and very quickly. And too much iodine, especially from supplements, it overwhelms the thyroid. And now it becomes a burden to try to get rid of. So again, just like think of we're talking about estrogen dominance, right? We have to recognize that there's too much estrogen in there that we have to test for it. We can't just guess, oh, yeah, too much estrogen, a lot of estrogen. Now you have to figure out how can we flush it out? Because it's just it hanging around that's is creating issues. And it's the same with the iodine. Too much iodine, we have to identify it. We have to flush it out. And we have to let the thyroid actually calm back down. I've seen really scary iodine levels. I mean, scary 400, 600, 800 from supplements. And the person had all the thyroid symptoms of low hypothyroidism. So, let me tell you this though. If we're expecting a nuclear attack, Grab your iodine, okay? Because iodine then protects the thyroid. That's when high iodine is good. If we're going to get, you know, if you're going to be in a nuclear in, in environment, iodine will actually protect the thyroid. But otherwise, high iodine—it just—it's—it's it's, it's just driving your metabolism into the ground. So please take a look. Any supplement you have, if you're like, I know, I know. My doc's not doing the test I want. I know it's my thyroid though, right? I want an energy boost. I want metabolism. I need to lose this weight. Do me a favor. Check those supplements you have sitting there. Let's see how much iodine, kelp, seaweed. Those are all sources of iodine. Iodine, kelp, seaweed. Iodide salt. So do me a favor. Take a look, okay? So T4 hormone is the thyroid hormone. It's stored in the gland. It contains four iodine molecules, and that's where it gets the name T4. When the cells need energy... T4 is going to be released into the bloodstream to get carried to the receptors of the cells in the body. But Once it leaves the storage site, the thyroid, when it leaves there to go to the cells and goes out into the circulation, an iodine molecule gets cleaved off. And that's why the T3, I'm sorry, T4 becomes T3. T4 is stored in the thyroid. T3 is what's going out to the cells. Four iodine molecules, T4 is storage. T4 becomes T3 when it goes to give the cells energy. Free T3 and free T4 are the amount that's in our body that's not connected to carrier molecules. They're not bound, so they're free. If we do a T3 or T4 total, we're getting the total amount, what's free and what's bound up, but the free is not bound. And we can test for each one of those. The free and the total levels of T3 and T4. The thyroid hormones, they act on virtually every cell in our body to increase activity, our metabolism. If there's too little or too much, the entire body is going to be affected. So realize that it's the receptors on the cells, the receptors on the cells in the intestines for the thyroid hormone. And if you don't have enough, that's why you're going to be constipated. If you have too much, that's why you're going to have diarrhea. Right? It's the receptors and the hormone getting to those receptors. So guys, thank you so much for being here. Always a pleasure. I appreciate it. Uh, Again, normwellness.com, you can take a thyroid quiz there, set up an appointment. You and I can chat. You can register for my uh, webinar coming up in March. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. God bless.
0: Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.